It was gaunt to the point of emaciation. Its desiccated skin pulled tautly over its bones, with its bones pushing out against its skin. Its complexion, the ash gray of death, and its eyes pushed back deep into their sockets. It looked like a gaunt skeleton recently disintered from the grave. What lips it had were tattered and bloody. Its body was unclean and suffering from separations of the flesh, giving a strange, eerie odor of decay and decomposition, of death and corruption. Welcome to Counting Cryptids, episode one. If you hadn't guessed already, today's episode is going to be about the Wendigo. Uh, for the uninitiated, Connor, what is a Wendigo? A Wendigo is often referred to as like a semi-spiritual being taking a more physical form at times to possess humans who have... T- partaken in the act of cannibalism or have a greedy nature. I mean, these beings are pretty scary. They show up in Northern America, in Canada. Uh, I think I've seen some in Minnesota. Probably one that hits closest to home for us Iowans. For us, definitely. I have uh, native to Northern forests as the Atlantic Coast and Great Plains regions. Yes, so. Canada and Northern United States, typically. Not too far north here. And yeah, associated with cannibalism and greed are the the big ones. They possess humans and make them almost like zombies trying to feed off human flesh. Yeah. Yeah. As uh, cannibalism is. That's the definition. Described as unnaturally large and grows an equivalent to the consumption of human flesh that it eats. Growing ever hungrier uh, can also mimic human voices, curse or possess people to become cannibals. I heard it lures them into you know the forest with these human voices and that's when it attacks so like using the voice of someone that you know or like that you lost or something you get one of them and then from there other people are looking for them and then you use that person's voice to be like oh i'm over here help me mother is that you yeah exactly then you go looking and then you get you get got by it too you gonna get uh, yeah for lack of a less redneck expression you gonna get gotten Mm-hmm. All right, so do you have anything on how you would create a Wendigo? I don't know if now is the time to talk about that, but... Yeah, this is a good time. Mind. Where, how to be Wendigoed. Or should we should we talk about appearance first? Let's say how you can get made into a Wendigo, and then we'll go over what you might look like as a Wendigo. Okay, um, I have four ways that that could happen. Uh, the first one would would be a bite to get bitten by the aforementioned Wendigo. Uh, The second one would be cannibalism. So if a human eats another human, that person becomes a Wendigo, developing, quote, unnatural and insatiable cravings for human flesh from then on. Very much zombie-like. Also, um, a fun side note, maybe not really a side note. It's topical, so I don't know if that's a side note because I am uneducated, but uh, Just long a note, pig I think. is what you would refer to human flesh in regards to as food. 
Long pig. Long pig. I used it in college, so that tells you. I in like I had some English class I had to take, and there was like, yeah, like weekly word things or whatever. We had to do something where you're like, oh, I heard this word, and then you like write down what it means. It's like I don't hear words I don't know ever, so I just like yeah. looking shit up in the dictionary, and I was just like saw that one, so I did it, and then. I had to like tell everybody about it because she thought it was funny or she thought it was cool or something. So she like, thought it was funny. Now I have to be the freaking class talking about human flesh to eat. I fucking hate that shit. I always get I like in all my English classes. I always got volunteered to read my shitty poem or something in front of the fucking class or have the teacher fucking read it. And I'm just like, dude, please don't. Yeah. Please don't pick me to do this. <laughs> Number three on the list of four ways to become a Wendigo is curses. So if an evil sorcerer or shaman casts a spell on you, turn you into one. And the fourth, and I thought most interesting one, was dreams. So if you hear a Wendigo calling your name while you're sleeping or on a vision quest. Vision quest, Native American, is that right? So yeah, uh, or even if you just dream of snow and ice, the body is then susceptible to possession by Wendigo spirit. That's pretty morbid. I feel like... I feel like, don't you just, like, dream of fucking snow and ice every winter, every year, if you live yeah. anywhere where there's snow and ice, because you're dreading it? Yeah. I, I'm fucked. I have not, like... Okay, I've thought about eating human flesh, but not in a serious manner of, like, I'm gonna not like, find somebody to eat. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, if I had to lose a limb, would I eat it? We've, We've had, had this, this discussion. conversation recently, <laughs> and... I we will ask that question again at the end of the show and see where we stand. We'll 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 save that for later. All right. So what? Uh, once you become a Wendigo from one of said four things, um, I found I've heard that it's similar to the uh, Slenderman, <laughs> similar to Slenderman in appearance. So tall, slender, but. Usually, um, most of the pictures I saw in the Google image search were like deer skull with the antlers. There was a lot of a lot of deer faces, and then a lot of everything's a drawing too. You know, it's right. all like no pictures, obviously. Interpretation. I actually have a a wide variety of descriptions. So, tail spanning over five hundred years, its appearance, like its name, can vary greatly. While some describe the Wendigo spirit as being a gigantic skeleton made of ice, others describe it as having a lanky body made of flexible ice, taller than the treetops. Others still describe it as a walking corpse with long, stringy hair, others as jaundiced skin covered in pale fur and a star on its forehead. Another described as so thin it could only be seen from face on. Another more common description of the Wendigo is a humanoid in appearance, 20 to 30 feet tall, with long arms, no lips, jagged teeth too big for its mouth, an extended tongue, and wicked claws on each hand, said to be naked and skin stretched too tightly over its emaciated frame with huge glowing red eyes. If not composed entirely of ice, then either has a heart made of ice or ice flowing through its veins, it smells of rotting meat, with a voice that ranges from a hypnotic whisper to a deafening roar. Uh, most dangerous in winter, though some believe it is active in the spring when the snow would not reveal its tracks. Yes, I saw that it would hibernate for months on end. That appears to be so, common in most of them. Unlike most wild animals, bears and such, Which hibernation. Would hibernate in winter, it would be the opposite. So it's 
only awake for a short period of time throughout the year when it's real shitty out. Doesn't make sense to me. You'd think more people were out and about when it was nice. I don't know, it's Canada. It's also similar to something called the Alaskan Windwalker or the uh, Weichuge, which is not... I said something earlier. Ojibwe. Ojibwe, yes, Ojibwe. I looked that one up and I tried to spell it phonetically and I can't read that even. Um, or the Weichuge from the legends of the Atabascan people of the Pacific Northwest. It too is a cannibal, but described as having been enlightened. Ooh, so it is a positive being. I think it kind of was just like smart is maybe what that meant. If it's a cannibal, that yeah. doesn't really seem very positive to me. But does I, cannibal just describe like eats people? Oh yeah, definitely. If, Only if what, you're human though. Like if a snake is a cannibal, it would eat other snakes, correct? Yeah, and you're just an animal. Then I'm confused. If it's not a human, how is it a cannibal? The fact that it was a human. Okay, there we go. Then that's how you become I'm back on board. One. Never mind. We're fine. No <laughs> questions here. Don't mind me. Let's go through the stories, and then we'll get into how we can eliminate one of these fucking things. So in uh, 1878, a man, a Cree man named Swift Runner. Ah, uh, yes. Very Native American name. Swift Runner. I just had this discussion with my coworker the other day about how I wish I was Native American so I could have a sweet fucking name. I think I would be like um, tree stock. Twig. Man who throws with plastic. Yeah, that's a good one too. <laughs> tree um, stock? What is the stock of a tree? Like a, I, I don't know. Like a trunk? Tree trunk. Hung like bull. <laughs> Hung like tree trunk. <laughs> anyway, a swift runner was said to have only been 25 miles away from the Hudson Bay Company's supply post, which is what? Probably a day's walk. 25 miles? 25 miles. I guess you could probably walk there in one day. You can get there in a day for sure. Yeah. You... He's a swift runner. So yeah, there you go. So he could probably get there in about 12 hours. He's probably also a relatively quick walker. <laughs> one can only hope but uh he was overcome with the need to butcher and eat his entire family yeah, hmm? yeah. why were times hard or something like he's, he's just like eh, you look kind of tasty I don't know this is part of the Wendigo lore okay. that he was overtaken by this need possibly possessed by Wendigo um, story goes on to say that the winter of 1878 was extra brutal and that his son allegedly died due to harsh conditions. And so whether Swift Runner and his entire family consumed the boy after his death is unclear. Maybe Swift Runner solely ate his son. Solely, like alone or slowly, like in the amount so- of time? Solely, by solely. himself. Solo. Solo, Word. solo cannibalism. Oh, they found mutilated remains of his wife and five remaining children. Ooh. Yes, and he confessed to killing and eating them, but blamed his actions on the Wendigo. Mm. 
Uh, he was eventually put to death by authorities at the Fort Saskatchewan place jail. It's one dark story. Yeah, why the fuck would you just, like, eat all of your family? Like, how, what what possesses you to just do that? Apparently, a Wendigo. A Wendigo but, uh, possesses you to do that. If you haven't picked up on this already, 90% of this is Native American folklore. I, yes. I think we mentioned it at the top. If we didn't, you figured that out. But Native Americans in this yes, is, yeah, it's, Pacific Northwest. Yes. Not Pacific Northwest. Atlantic. Atlantic. Atlantic coast and uh, Great Lakes region. Near the Great Lakes in and around that area. Do you have another story? Um, sure, we'll talk about another native. Um, I'm going to call him Jack Fiddler because that's the name I have um, down for him. That's yes. definitely not his real name. Fiddlesticks. I'm going to take a, take a quick try to read this and then I will spell it to you so you will see why I'm having such a hard time spelling it. Zahuinu Gadbo. Nailed it, dude. Z-H-A-U-W-U-N-O. G-E-E-Z-H-I-G-O. G-A-U-B-O-W. So, if you have a phonetic spelling of that or can actually pronounce it, why don't you go ahead and just call in to the uh, 555 non-existent number and just let me know how the fuck you don't care that I say that. Uh, anyway, Jack, a OG Korean shaman and leader of the Sucker People at Sandy Lake in the northwest region of modern-day Ontario. Um, he had five wives over the years. Bala. Not going to try and all at the same time either. Uh, I said over the years. I don't know if that was like he acquired one and then the second and then the third and lost the first and then got the fourth. Don't he, know how that he, works. He probably killed them in possession, like just. Beep, 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 beep. So you're foreshadowing. I don't. I don't think so. But maybe. Uh, he had eight sons and five daughters. So this motherfucker had thirteen children. The first place I saw it, it said he had six, but this one said that it's eight of one and five of another. So I was like, I'm going to believe you. You're slightly more specific. I mean, 1907, those, those were the times. Stories of his shamanistic powers have become ingrained in the history of his people. Many legends are told of him curing illnesses and, more importantly, his ability to confront and defeat the deadly Wendigo. Jack was said to have killed 14 Wendigos. Oh, Wendigos is not the proper tense. We talked about this before. Wendigo cons. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, 14 of them in his lifetime. In 1907, he was arrested at the ripe old age of 87 for killing a woman who was about to become a Wendigo and killed the entire tribe. Uh, September of that year, he escaped from captivity and hung himself. Oh. Okay, Mr. Jack Fiddler. I, I think you're fucked up. I'm confused about most of that one because he... Like, he's known for being able to do that, and everybody knows about. Which, he got away with it for 14 fucking people. Who knows how long it took him to kill all those people. Well, that's the thing, is, like, does he sincerely believe that he's helping? Like, and are all of those instances the same? It's just like, oh, they're about to become someone. Or is some of them, like, this person was obviously, like, killing and eating people. Like, his... His group was like 120 to 140 people. He killed 14 people at least. Of 120? Yeah. I mean, he he hung himself, so I I would assume he knew that it was wrong. Well, also, I mean, okay, you're a 90-year-old man. You're probably crazy anyway. You're arrested. 
you're going to spend the rest of your life forever. How did long. a 90-year-old man escape jail? He wasn't... I don't think he was running. I think everything was just like gravy, and then he killed someone who was like about to become a Wendigo and was not yet one. So they're like, no, this is just a person that you killed. Yeah, you're just killing and people. And then there was an issue, from my understanding. I, again, They I were completely chill with the 13 others. And Maybe like, the 13 others were like very apparently not humans. You just go into a cannibalistic tribe, and then you just start killing people, and everybody's cool with it. But as soon as you kill somebody that's not eating people yet, then it's not, not, not chill. Well, but then you're getting into like minority report shit, you know, and you're like, this is uh, that might be the right movie. The thing where you have like the machine that's like this person is going to murder this person in twelve hours or whatever, and then you can like go and arrest them beforehand. It's like, but I haven't committed the crime, stupid face. Like, how are you going to press charges? That's like when you get caught by a speed cam. There's no actual cop there. I mean, that's Those not the same. Too. But even just like a bullshit. cop in an actual speed trap, it's like you're, you're just, being a you're dick. camping. You're sitting here. Yeah. Waiting for somebody to come through, and you're like, if oh, this was shot. Call of Duty, I would come back with an SMG and fucking shoot you in the back of the head, and then <laughs> teabag your fucking head while you're dead, <laughs> so you can watch it in the fucking kill cam, you asshole. Because you prefaced it with Call of Duty, might be the only way that you can get away with saying that. But I completely agree, because I do the <laughs> same thing. If somebody pisses me off, I'm like, oh, I don't care about my KD anymore. I'm just going to follow you yeah. around the entire game. Welcome to the Call of Duty podcast. Do you have any other stories? Um. I have a story from everybody's favorite TV show, Supernatural. Oh, have you seen the episode, actually? I don't think I have. Really? I've actually been watching a lot of it lately. Like I, It's he- early on. Heather got into it really hardcore, and I catch a little bit here and there while I'm going to Just bed. Just recently she got into it? Yeah. Dude, I haven't watched like any of it. I've seen like the first, I think, seven seasons for sure all the way through. I haven't seen the last like season and a half or two seasons, but like I used to religiously watch it. It's a great show. Fantastic. Yeah, it's a good stuff. But in the in this Wendigo episode, they kind of have a different take on the Wendigo. It's not too different, but it no, is, it's um, it is very similar. Yeah. Um, this is where I got the hibernating, actually, from. Okay. The Wendigo in Supernatural was once a human, and then turned into the Pure Wendigo, um, and stops feeding to hibernate, and instead of infecting as many people as it can, it hunts humans and stores them as live food so they can snack on it whenever they please. So fucked. Yeah, and so when Dean Winchester put it, more than anything, a Wendigo knows how to last long winters without food. It hibernates for years at a time. When it's awake, it keeps its victims alive. It stores them so it can feed on them whenever it wants. Quote. I, I would recommend that episode, actually. That is... Uh, I should have gone back and watched that just for this It is a podcast. very solid episode. I would, I would recommend giving it a watch. Go watch it. So another one between late... Uh, between the late 1800s and the 1920s, a number of sightings were reported near a town of Ros- Rosau, R-O-S-E-A-U, Rosu, Rosau in uh, northern Minnesota. Every time the creature was seen, a death soon followed. The sightings ended abruptly. From the 1940s to the 1990s, there were many reports of sightings in the community of Cobalt. The last known sighting in 1997 when a trucker said he saw a Wendigo near St. Catharines. 
2013, uh, three teenage boys took a video of what has been suggested to be a Wendigo. The story goes they found an old abandoned house while filming. They saw a strange slender figure in the woods. Pull up a picture of that if you want. I'm going to try of, and find the video and it put it on social like, media. I'm sure it's fake, but it kind of just looks more like Slender Man-esque than yeah. anything like you talked about at the opening, but you couldn't remember the name. Um, There's still allegedly a Wendigo sighting. Still allegedly reported today, typically in northern Ontario near the cave of the Wendigo. So that um, seems like somewhere we need to go. I looked at it on a map and it's pretty much straight. Okay. Like I'm in. Four or five hours north and we're there. Go check out some Wendigo yeah, caves. It might, be, it might be like five or six hours. So. That's not really too bad, though. And now that I'm saying that, it's probably eight. So. Yeah, it's okay. probably like 15 hours. <laughs> it's it's that, probably it's up far, in the fucking Arctic Circle. No, 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 and we no, no, can never really, get there. Like, when I looked on the map, I could see it, and I could still see, like, Minneapolis in Minnesota as well. Six miles on snow dogs. Taking sled dogs to a mountain. Yep. There's, a, there's a big carving on the side of the mountain. Well, or the mountain? Cave. Cave. There's a big... That'd be cool. Um, the sightings are commonly reported by trappers, traders, trackers, hunters. But all of these, like, alleged reports that are still coming in today, I didn't find a goddamn one. I didn't find one picture or nothing. So many fucking. The only thing I found was that 2013. Those those teenage boys that took the video. I found some stills of that. You can find the video, but I did not find a single recent thing. There's oh somebody saw one in '97. And there's no realistic pictures. Nothing. Man, I'm confused. If you have any Wendigo stories, let us know. I think there's one on Creepypasta or something that I almost pulled up, and I was like, I don't really want to read this. It's probably made up. I, I looked into it, and I was like, I was on the fence the whole time, and it was the one about like, some slumber party or some shit. Ooh, sexy. So, they start eating each other. Young teenage boys. Not sexy. Yeah. Um, that got awkward real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like some slumber party thing and then like one of them was making fun of it the whole time and then like woke up I'm fucking hungry for some humans no, he was just like being weird and, and something and then all of a sudden he figured out what was going on so he broke out of the window and I was like nope you're full of shit stop and reading here you jumped out of a window no I don't believe you you fucking 12 year old trying to impress some girl writing this long story on creepypasta yeah it annoyed me actually guys don't have slumber parties they have sleepovers Slumber parties are for girls. Sexist. That is slightly. In this day and age, yes. So in 1910, a writer named Algernon Blackwood wrote a novella, which I can only imagine is a small novel. Yes, 100%. And he called it The Wendigo. Yes. Um, so it's pretty much about the wild north of Ontario, Canada, which is pretty spot on with the rest of these and a lot of people think that the Wendigo was just made up by him. But I, I find it completely opposite that he's writing these stories based on stories he heard from Native Americans in the area about the Wendigo. 100%. Wrote this book. Yeah. Pretty much follows most of the lore from what I could find. I did not read this book because I'm not good at that. As far as the lore goes, I, I found that it was... Uh, primarily found in Algonquin folklore. Right. If that means yes. anything to anyone? I believe Algonquins are a tribe of Indians. I would say that's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, actually, um, I have a description from the Algonquin legend of the creature. This is a, Do tell. A quote. 
It was a, a giant with a heart of ice. Sometimes it is thought to be entirely made of ice. Its body is a skeleton and deformed with missing lips and toes. Frostbite. I think uh, we haven't talked about their abilities yet. So it's got some supernatural powers. And it makes this beast ex- nearly impossible to escape from. Um, unnaturally large, like we've said before. Fast, strong. He has heightened senses and endurance that make him an extremely terrifying hunter. We said earlier he can mimic voices and stalk prey and make it pretty much one of the most horrifying beings to roam the earth. Again, like we said, its favorite pastime is luring people away from safety into the dark wilderness of the world. I like wilderness. Dark wilderness of the wild. I like uh, how you described that. It. Its favorite pat as its favorite pastime. Yeah, it's just, it just it's got nothing better to sitting do. Sitting in the woods, just twiddling its thumbs. Just oh, here comes a man! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, we're over here, Mister Hunter. <laughs> also, it gains the ability to manipulate creatures of the forest. I had read, and it can uh, can possess a squirrel. Yes, an army of squirrels, if it pleases. Can we write their own acorns at you? Yeah, or I don't know. I feel like it just command all these squirrels to hold you down while it ate your heart out. Why would it have to command the squirrels? Because fucking squirrels. Why Just not? To add insult to injury. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're a giant pussy. You couldn't, like, kick ten squirrels out of the way. You can get held down by ten squirrels. I mean, I probably could. <laughs> How much does a squirrel weigh? Like Two pounds two, max. I, I was going to say, it's like, 13 squirrel. ounces. <laughs> Less than a pound. Uh, I had uh, seen it described as such a good hunter that it was impossible to escape. Yeah, unless you're, uh, what's his nuts? Jack. Jack Ripper. Jack Fiddle. the Ripper. Fiddlesticks. Fiddler. Jack Fiddler. Jack Fiddler could ward him off with ease. He just killed it. Yeah, before they even turned. Did you go fuck yourself? How do you kill a Wendigo? I found that it can only be killed with iron, steel, or silver. The most gruesome method of disposal is by shattering the creature's ice heart with a silver stake and then dismembering the body with a silver axe. So before we go to see the caves, we have to get a silver fucking stake and axe. Okay. I want mine with diamonds encrusted on the side. If you're paying for that that's fine go for it i feel like a silver fucking stake and axe would cost me a pretty penny to begin with i might as well go the extra mile needs to be silver silver tipped yeah that's fair and plus like you're you're i'm just gonna put a ring on the end you have to get the heart out of it and or you have to shatter the heart with the silver stake and then you just cut the body up with the the axe yeah then i'm gonna pee on it and teabag it I'm just imagining this like immense, like forty foot tall, just like, oh shit. Um. All right, uh, Hercules, the yeah. animated movie. Yep. One of the uh, Titans was like a giant ice dude. Okay, yeah. I'm picturing that as the Wendigo. Yes. I mean, it's Disney animation. I mean, uh, here, where's that description? Having a lanky body made of flexible ice, taller than the treetops. Flexible ice. I think that's called water. 
that would be liquid ice. Yeah, flexible. I would not describe uh, water as ice. I've never seen ice flex. That's why it says flexible ice. It's noted that it, the ice is able to move. Supernaturally. Flexible ice. Peculiar. This is what people think the Wendigo sounds like. Terrifying. Right. Now we know how to kill one. Do we uh, talk about if we think it's a real creature at the end of this episode, or do we wait till the versus episode? Uh, no, we can talk about that. What do you think? Um, I don't. I don't. I'm not buying it. If it was, I don't think it's around anymore. Yeah. If I mean. Maybe it's a creature that eats people. It could have just been one of those wild men that just eats people. Sasquatch? Well, I was just a thinking rogue. like a, a rogue human. Just oh, like just a run around. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I think some but of the supernatural see, abilities are a little far-fetched. They, they, the, the ice is a really common thing as well. Like It's entirely made of ice or it's parts made of ice or ice flows through its veins or something. So that, to me, seems like a, it's more of a metaphor for just like being cold. Yeah, cold-blooded. Yeah. yeah, and you know, you're, you're eating people. I, I see where, as a metaphor, this is, is coming into play. But It's a good story to tell if you don't want people to get you know, want people to eat other people. I mean, yeah. That's fair. I, I don't want people eating other people. So. And I could see how it got passed from tribe to tribe. But that it was in so Yeah, there's a lot. Many, there's where a it was lot. Just like, and all of the descriptions are super similar. I, it's weird. There's 500 years of the same story being passed down orally from different tribes, and they're all so same. The names are so similar between them. I, it's... It's weird. But you're talking about a time where that was a thing to do. Well, and that's the, yeah, like you, you tell stories with some sort of significance that are, you make able to remember. Easily remember. sensationalizing yes. somehow with those metaphors. So you, you do that so people can remember it better to Pass easier on. tell that story and it will be ingrained in who you tell it to better. Right. But those messages are still there, kind of, sort of like how religion works. So, yeah, it's, the descriptions are weird. I don't understand why it's so so big and so bony. I, I, I guess the bony thing is, like, it's starving crazy man out in the woods, just, like, running in, eating, killing, eating random people. And why not throw on a fucking, like, yeah, the really big, taller than trees, that's... I'm not buying that. Growing not more every time it eats, like, proportionally, so then you get them, like, massive. Yeah. That guy that killed 14 people. So that, that, must and... be, that must be the metaphor of greed. Yeah. I don't know. What downside is there to being a Wendigo? Live for fucking ever. You barely ever, like, you. almost impossible to... Insatiable hunger for yeah. a long pig. Insatiable means... You, right, I mean, you eat and you're still hungry. I guess that's a burden to pay, but but fuck, it's, it's I'm always like emaciated as well. It's super skinny. It's like starving to death, even though all it is. so like a zombie. Yeah, pretty much. That's fair. 
if I guess maybe it is just the original zombie. It could be, yeah. I mean, it's other than the supernatural powers of like fucking yeah, yeah, the whole possession thing. Yeah, it's very, it's very on the edge of like spiritual and actually cryptozoological. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I would say this is probably more metaphorical and spiritual than real flesh and blood. As much as I'd like it to be, like, well, as I don't really want it to be a thing because that would be terrifying yeah, as fuck. It's a little bit too close for to home for yeah, comfort it's... there. I'm definitely going to tell my child the story of the Wendigo so he doesn't try and eat anybody. I mean, that's probably a good call. Uh, or you'll just plant the seed. Yeah. Of being like, wait, I can, you can eat, eat that? <laughs> I I might try that, yeah. All right, so we had briefly mentioned this earlier, we'd probably end up cutting it out of the initial conversation, but regardless, would you eat human flesh? Uh, let me give you a better context. We've talked about this once before. Um, if It's a part of you, not like you're cutting it off specifically to eat it. You have whatever, you're diabetic and you are, you got to cut your foot off or something. I'm sure it's not like the best part of a person I, to eat. Maybe you lose the I whole leg. You gotta okay. You lose the whole leg. Would you eat your calf? You don't have to eat it raw. You can cook it. It's yours. There's no no legal ramifications. I think so. I, I think originally when we talked about this, I wasn't gonna eat mm-hmm. a fucking body part. But I think if somebody else cooked it, I might try it. If somebody else cooked it, yes. You don't want to like cook I'd, your own flesh. That that's just too weird for me. I think. <laughs> you you have you have to like fucking like so you'd eat it if it was like if it was if you didn't have to watch the preparation of it right you have to prepare it's like how it everybody then... in the world is with meat exactly and we don't eat meat exactly that's the thing is it's i i i would uh i've been i haven't i've been a vegetarian for like 10 years uh i i definitely would um it'd be weird but it's one of those things that's like there's literally no other time in your life you would be able to try that as an option. Yeah. Unless you plan on losing more limbs and you have a second chance to be like, I think I better try this this time. Oh, I got to lose the left one now too just so I can eat it again. Yeah, you know, then you... <laughs> well, Is shit. there any legal now ramifications? That's my thing. It's, it's you. It's your body. Yeah. If I wanted to, is there a legal ramification for me cutting my fingers off right now? I'm not going to. <laughs> I have no desire to lose my fingers. But if I were to take out a knife and cut one off and call 911 and be like, hey, I just cut my finger off, would they just send an ambulance and sew me back up if I so I chose to? I think you might go to, like, a psych ward or something. Okay, that's fucking true. I didn't think about that. Uh, because I'd be worried about, like, my personal, like, causing harm to myself. So that yeah. I would, you know, shit, okay. I think... Though, if you like told your doctor, you're like, "Hey, can I save that leg for?" No, like if you, you have, have like to... gangrene or something, where you can fucking like, if you eat it, you're gonna get sick and die. But you know what I mean? Like, if you're gonna lose the limb anyway, you but get... do you tell your doctor you're gonna eat it, or you're just like, "Can I save that?" and come up with some bullshit excuse about how you're gonna like do something with that leg? They I want to can... make it into an end table. I want to put it as one of the legs to one of my chairs. Because I think that would be way cooler than eating it, honestly. Um, what's, what's that? What? 
What is going on with that? Foot. Yeah. There's just one leg on your wooden table is a human leg. No, you sew it to the bottom of the curtains. You have to get tattoos so on your like legs, this. and you tell your doctor you want to preserve the tattoos, so you save the leg. I, I... I'm going to get this leg stuffed, doctor. Could you please save that for me? Can you put it on ice for yeah, me? Yeah, can you throw that in a cooler? I've, I brought one. I happen to have a cooler right here. Leg size. Here's the, here's the thing. It's it's you. You're not going there explicitly to have it removed to eat it. You're not. You know what I mean? Like it's. I, I don't see... have a problem with you wanting to cut your leg off and fucking eat it. <laughs> it's your prerogative, man. Yeah, dude, if that's that you what do you decided you, that you need to be doing with your life, you go ahead and fucking do that. More power to you. I maybe not, but you know. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it's just. What do you think, would listener? Would you, given the opportunity, for there being no moral dilemma with eating this human flesh because it would be you? I mean, that that is the dilemma, though. The moral dilemma is the dilemma with eating this leg. The moral or... dilemma is that you're eating a human. It's a person. Somebody died for that to happen. You are still alive. It is your leg. You grew it. You I... cultivated it. I think it still falls into morality, though. How? I I what don't is, know. Your morals of eating people is like, this was a living person. This is somebody who just died. I am now disrespecting their corpse and their memory because I'm eating it. I mean, we're vegetarians, so we're just like, look, I'm not going to eat a fucking cow. But people that eat cows, I, I don't know. I think there's just that weirdness factor that's like, that's human stuff. But you eat cows. You wouldn't eat your dog. This is the same thing people as eat, that. People man. eat monkey brains as a delicacy. Yeah, well, that's fucked up, dude. Not disputing that. It's that's... not very common in this country at all. Well, yeah. But it's, it's weird. We don't there's have There's certain monkeys. diseases you can only get by eating. eating brains. Well, by general. eating a member of your own species, I think. By eating humans, certain diseases that only. Maybe. Like... I, know, I know there's a very large like, problem with eating human brains. Really? I, I'm pretty sure, like... Is that just because the amount of chemicals that get dumped on there all the time? Uh, Something with it, like, eat your brain. Like, you can literally... Oh, that's what it is. Fucking eat right. your whole yeah, brain yeah, if you yeah, eat yeah. a human brain, man. I will not eat anybody's brain. That doesn't sound appealing to me. All right, but... A leg. All right, so uh, back back to this real quick. What is... What is we have to get a your... moral dilemma? Just because it was a human? That's the dilemma? I think so. But it's you. Right. I'm on the same page as you. I'm just saying that... You can eat your fingernails. That's I not weird. I do that, and that is weird. It actually, like... Chew your is, fingernails. It's is weird. I... After I asked you, you were like, nope, and I was pushing you a little bit harder, and I think I got you to cave when I asked you. I was all on board immediately, but I texted a few other people, too. And... I texted Morgan, and she was with a group of people, and they were all talking about it, and they kept asking a couple yes. of questions. So I just I kept going, and I was like, "Yep, this." They they all agreed, yes, that they would. I feel like, I mean, it's super weird. Let's take it to a different level. Would you eat human flesh that was made in a lab? Oh, when we talked about this, I think I pulled up a website that was going to use human. 
It was celebrities. DNA. Yes, that's where that fucking came from. Celebrity DNA to turn. It was going to be put together with other meat, I believe, pork, to create human like to make create a meat with DNA from a celebrity, which the celebrity part doesn't matter. But like, if you're like, here is a piece of my hair. Turn this into meat. Would you eat it? Yeah, you yeah, would yeah, eat it. Yeah. yeah, I have I have no moral problem with that at all. Again, it's if it's me, I didn't die in the process of doing that. I'm making the decision to do that with that part of me. I I have my own consent to do it. You know what I mean? It's, right. That is less of a problem for me than eating my own leg. Growing uh, a a Connor patty, yeah. I mean, it's fucked up in its own in own different world, but it's a weird one. I'd like to know what you think as well, listener. Maybe I'm gonna put a we... we're gonna put a poll up on Facebook and Twitter put when this episode comes up, and we're we'll, gonna do it. We'll figure out some way to see if anybody else wants to chip in. But I think I want to know because I I can't be alone in this. I mean, I guess I know I'm not because I talked to some of my friends. They think the same thing. I can convince you of it with a small bit of argument. It's weird. I'm not saying it's not weird. I'm not saying it wouldn't be like a strange experience, but like once in a lifetime opportunity, it's like you're going to lose a limb for whatever reason anyway. It's a silver lining to that. It's like, well, at least I get a fucking meal out of it. I don't get a lot of animal protein in my diet anyway other than eggs, so fucking. Yeah. Do you make it last or are you trying to eat all in one? It depends on what Make limit it is. You know what I mean? Like how much how much meat do you yeah, have out of it? Like I, of it. if I'm losing my whole leg, that shit will last me a while. My leg's pretty big. <laughs> I feel like I'd be like picking off the bone, and it'd be like fucking barely a meal, and be like, God, what a rip off! <laughs> you sucking out the bone marrow? <laughs> how do you how do you cook your own leg? What would how would you marinate it? I'd have to do a lot of research before before just like cooking it. You know what I mean? You can't just. That's why I'm saying having somebody else do it. You have no prep. I'm okay. I'm gonna call HelloFresh and be like, "Can you send me one of my own legs this month?" This episode is brought to you by, not HelloFresh. Fucking yeah, <laughs> uh, Blue Apron or whatever their competitor is. Uh, yeah, it's fucking that one gets me. It, I, I would, but it, what is it? A fillet of calf? Like what? 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 Okay, so we're gonna say from the knee down is where where I'm getting my from leg cut off. From the knee down. Yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say my one of my legs, play knee down, so I get like calf where there's a good chunk of because my my foot there's not much on there, you know. No, you're not gonna eat a foot. If you need like an actual chunk of meat, you need the core, my right. ass, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, something like that. It'd be like Fucking Cuban binocs. bacon, something like that. But that'd be we'll, good. We'll say like, we'll say knee down. I'm sure there's a good amount of. Do you think Joe Rogan would eat his own leg? I bet he would. I have to pose this question to him, listeners. Anybody has connections to Joe Rogan? Need to know the answer to this. It's a little early to thinking about a swap cast with JRE, but uh, what would Rogan do? So knee down, my leg gets removed. Whatever reason, some medical concern. There's nothing physically wrong with my leg that would poison me from eating it. Shark attack. What? Dismembers your thigh beyond repair. Oh, and so cut then off they the just have to leg. cut. Okay. But then a shark bit it, and shark teeth are going to be fucking grody, and then you got to some shit. It bought, it bit your shit. I don't know. 
think it'd be all right. Oh, so it bit me up here, and then I'll, yeah, just, I'll cut below your, that part. It got, it got your ass thigh. <laughs> and you can save the rest of the leg. All right, yeah, okay, that's that's one instance of how the, sure, uh, some sort of animal attack, whatever. whatever did, the did he get away with be. my leg? Please let, please let him not get away with my leg. You're going to eat the I shark I find myself in leg. a lot of risky situations with the predators in the next couple of months in hopes that I lose a leg. Um, I fell into the, the zoo. I dove into the polar bear tank uh, exhibit. How do you prepare it? You get like a little... You find a butcher. little calf steak. I think you find a butcher. You make you make euros out of it. Oh. You put it on the stick. And so you, you do more of like a pulled pork kind of scenario yeah. with it? Okay. I feel like you're not going to get a lot of like solid from that area. So it's going to be more of a stringy. Like a strip. A gamey kind of meat? Probably. I don't a lot of muscle so. down there. Yeah, but gamey comes from, like, uh, a creature that's out, like, living life in the wilderness. Like a deer, venison would be described as gamey. You know how to live it. I know exactly (laughs) how you live your life. You're out disc golfing, but you're not, like... Eating squirrels. Relying on, like, everything is just, like, I'm always moving through the forest to stay alive, to eat, to travel, to drink, to reproduce. You know, all those things. You're like, yeah, I'm going to hang out at my house and take three steps into the kitchen, get some food, go back and sit down and play video games. It's, you know what I mean? Like, you're not walking 40 miles a day or however much a deer goes. I assume it's probably more than that. Yeah, probably quite a bit. If the doctor was like, do you want to keep that leg? Like, I don't think I would go out of my way to be like, I need that leg for scientific purposes. No, I'm going to eat that. Can can I have that? <laughs> you going to eat that? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I, like, want to do it. I kind of want to do it now that we've been fucking talking we'll about it. We'll be talking about it so 15, much that now it's minutes. exactly now it's being built up that it's like, no, oh, I kind of do. But like, it's not like I'm like, I want to like lose a limb and do this. No, I you know? definitely it's don't want to lose a limb. I need not. those. But again, like, if it's going to happen, would you give it a try? Once in a lifetime opportunity. I, I get, we're talking more about this than the rest of the goddamn show at this point, but I, this, it, is, the, this is the real question works. right here. It works with this episode. Uh, cannibalism talk. So yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, eat your fucking leg. You gotta fucking do it. Just a nibble. Even I don't even care if you eat it raw. If you've ever eaten a part of your body for some reason, please let us know. I would. I think I would eat like a California roll with the little bit of my leg in there. Right. God, I'm fucking hungry. <laughs> I'm just thinking about Chinese food right now. Uh, probably human things in food already like mcdonald's is a pretty fucking weird place no nah, that's just um the chicken nuggets are just a whole chicken blended no nah, so they have a set you go through it's called sexing chickens you determine the sex of a the chicks when they're like real real small so yeah. it's like this one's a girl this one's a boy the boys go down a shoot and they just get grinded into a paste and the paste gets collected, and then those get squeezed out into little, little fun-sized shapes. Are you covered a vegetarian yet? <laughs> fried, and then uh, frozen, then sent to restaurants to get fried again, and then you feed it to your children when they won't shut the fuck up. Either way, there's been a lot of vegetarian talk. I don't care. You can do whatever you want to do. I personally think that uh, if you're going to eat meat, you should probably like try know how first. to <laughs> try yourself first. There you go. Uh, but I mean... Maybe uh, not. That could lead to bad things. Do, do the, the process first. 
like if you're gonna eat chicken, you gotta like raise and kill and clean and cook a chicken. That's where I'm at with my vegetarianism. Me as well, and I uh, I don't know if I have the stomach to yeah. do that. I can't. I I wouldn't have the stomach to gut a fish. That shit smells so bad. I would be like, oh, why would you want to eat this? Yeah. What? What? Why am I? Why am I getting this fish out of the fucking? I, yeah, it's just it's something that smells that bad the whole time. You're like, I'm gonna eat this? Like, I don't get it. Is it my mouth? I guess it gets better, but yeah, that's the thing. Is there's a lot involved in it, and I don't know enough about it. But also, just like the the whole factory farming thing is like really a big issue. And Definitely. if you're going to partake in that, I feel like it's only fair that you uh, do your part. If even if you don't do it, just to know what actually goes into it, I would. I think I if I was going to go back, I'd have to start doing it all myself. And I don't. I don't have the stomach for that. I know a lot of people who hunt. Like deer, and I I learned how to uh, make like snares and stuff, so I could trap like a a rabbit or squirrel, bird, squirrels, rabbits, small game. Again, that's a lot of. But do you turn into a Wendigo if you uh, eat your own flesh? Does that count as cannibalism? That's what I'm saying. What is the so. definition of cannibalism? Eating another person or eating you? I think eating another person. As a long pig, that would be correct because it is referring to human flesh. But there needs to be a market for this. There's a long history of eating humans in some places. I mean, aside from cannibalistic tribes that eat it for like right. ritualistic purposes. So, um,. Human cannibalism is the act or practice of humans eating the flesh or internal organs of other human beings. It does not say... Others. It, it specifies other human beings. It does not say your own. Maybe that's not something that the people who defined this thought of, like, what the fuck would you eat yourself? Yeah. But... Most people haven't thought about eating themselves. I'm not most people. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Counting Cryptids. To answer this week's poll, is the Wendigo real? Check out Twitter at Count Cryptid or Facebook at Counting Cryptids. While you're there, don't forget to like or follow. And if you like the show, subscribe to Counting Cryptids wherever you get your podcasts. So join us next time to see who the Wendigo will be stepping into the ring with. Until then, I've been Jacob. And I've been Connor.